www.mood.tv Welcome to another episode of White Wasabi. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for season two, episode two, which is actually episode 28 of the series, but yeah, EJ, is that correct? Can I get somebody to fact check that? You have to carry the one and then divide by the coefficient, and then that's how you know that the third season of the, yes, episode 28. That's also how you know that EJ5000 went to art school. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do math with a witness. paintbrush <laughs> <laughs> Math is hard <laughs> If I got two paintings also, <laughs> And they're worth like two dollars each I have how many dollars in paintings together? It's like four dollars, right? It's like pandemonium Picasso. in the studio today <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, pandemonium I, I can't keep control of these kids It's, <laughs> it's just, it's out of control What's happening, fellers? G balls, Judas here. Woo! I was trying. To, I was trying to intro you for like I know you a were. good minute and a half there. I interrupted. So that's why I just jumped on in there. <laughs> yeah, add a boy, add a boy. Take control of the situation. Yes, I'll take care. Assert of it. yourself. You gotta yes, assert sir. yourself. Sometimes in you got situations. To. It's funny, actually. I'm trying to think of what it was, and I, I don't know what it was. But I was signing up for something new. And it needed a username, and I decided to go away from the Gregor Man for once, and I went G-Balls Judas. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's fun. Nice. I was like, nah, all right, I'll do this. Is that your new, your new Tinder? Or your new grinder? Ooh, no, it might be uh, FanDuel. Uh, you just stepped on my joke, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's cool. I just realized it. <laughs> it just came to me. I wasn't listening. If it makes you feel any better, I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, pork chop. All right, gentlemen, let's get to uh, the topic at hand. Sao, season two, episode two, um, and because I know you guys were lazy and didn't watch it until about ten seconds before we started recording, just like I did. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't really remember. Yeah, of course I do. This was the most banging episode this season. I agree with that statement. <laughs> there was literally more action in the first 30 seconds of this episode than there was in the entire first episode. But uh, anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, EJ5000, can you give us the synopsis, sir? Absolutely. Sword Art Online Season 2, Episode 2, Cold Hearted Sniper. In a flashback on September 14, 2025, Sinon, who had accidentally fallen down a trap chute while navigating a dungeon below SBC Garakin in GGO, discovers a boss-class monster and decides to die while trying to defeat it. To her surprise, the position she chose for attack was out of the monster's attack range, and thus, by conserving her ammo and accurately hitting the boss's weak spot, she is eventually able to defeat it and acquire a new sniper rifle, the PGM Ultra Ratio Hecate 2. In the present day, during an ambush on an enemy squadron, Sinon attempts to snipe a target, but he turns out to be a bodyguard named Behemoth, who overwhelms her squadron with a minigun. When Sinon and Behemoth are the only ones remaining on the battlefield, 
Sinon manages to shoot Behemoth with her Hecate while falling from the air, earning her victory in the gunfight, despite suffering severe damage to her avatar. Meanwhile, in Alfheim Online, Kirito plans to tell Asuna about something. Dun dun dun. Oh boy. I don't know well, that I needed that last say. scene of the episode. I'm just going to jump out and say that right off the bat. Repeat that for I said I would have rather. I, th- I don't think I needed the last scene in the episode. I think I would have oh, rather dude. it ended after the fight and then give me this at, as like the pre-credit teaser next next week. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely on point. Uh, I would actually was the first that was going through my head when I was watching the end of it too. I was like, uh, why? Lame, but like, the only why? thing that shows us any characters that we know though too. You know, like if you watched the it. first, I, I almost. Honestly, I would have rather not seen any of them. And if it's going to be this badass with this chick as the new lead character, fuck the first season and and Kirito and all that shit. I want to watch her destroy people like she just did over and over and over again. Yeah, this it was all it visually everything here is beautiful and amazing. Quick, pretty quick paced. It was shockingly different, too. I say that now, but I do want to see Kirito come back in some fashion and cut people apart with a sword, too. So, and, Yeah, and, and, and Gungale Asuna? I mean, you know. Let's keep yeah, up I'm with the baby. That. Um, yeah. well, and, I'll, and, I'll get into the girl more later, because I want to talk about something, but not until after we get into the beginning <laughs> of the episode. But um, Yeah, so like I said, that, that beginning was the most intense, like, minute and a half that we've seen. It where we it, we started off with just a black screen and the sound of shots fired and her breath awesome it was absolute it was intense and it was a great build up as they panned up across uh across the gun and her taking aim at this ridiculous monster and just going to town crazy and, like slugadillo looks slimy but badass it was very cool and, and seeing the 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 empty mags all lined up next to her there at the end there. It, that was that was pretty sweet. I was like, damn, that that she put in work, like that's work, and apparently that was, you know, without the dope gun that she now has. And that was what like two minutes of footage or so, and then they went into the intro, which I think was the first. I don't remember the intro being the same the first time around. You no, know, th- this is this is the new intro. The first uh, episode you didn't, and this is the first time we see. Well, it's not a spoiler because he's in the intro. We see new Kirito. We see Kirito's character when he's in uh, Gungale. Yeah. And the intro's uh, awesome. It's like super fast, super quick, super intense. Super long, though. It was very long. It was longer than the beginning. But it was super cool. It was rocking out. And the words were hilarious (laughs) as usual. What do you guys uh, first reaction? What uh, what do you think of New Kirito? See, I did, honestly I didn't remember it being revealed, like that they were tied together in the intro. So it wasn't until episode three that it got me, because that's what I've watched so far is the first three episodes. Oh, okay, so like it, when you saw the intro of this one, were you just kind of like, oh, who is that other? I was kind of like, person? who's the, or who's the rando? Or I thought maybe it was like I was like, wait, is this going to be like an <laughs> Asana thing? Hey, um, rando. They did show down, they did show Chikirito in the first time through the intro too. It just wasn't as long, and I'm like, that's got to be Kirito. It's just Chikirito, right? 
Because I still yeah, don't know I that. I guess you guys I just know didn't put that. Put it together. That's gotta be Chiquito. Oh no, I didn't. Honestly, I don't remember when Kirito actually goes into like I, I don't remember most anything about the first time I watched this, but I did pick up on him being you know in that uh, what you call it in the intro like that this time and not last. But hmm. that's neither here nor there. Or it's more there than there, here, I guess. Here. Yeah. But it is interesting because they show you that, and you can pick up on that or you can't. Let's let's say that yeah. at this point mm-hmm. because, you know, I I assume and I am confirmed with you guys that that's Kirito, Kirita. Is that a good way we could call her Kirita? That's like the Spanish version. It's a chick. Kirita. Kirita. No, she she, she Kirito. Uh, we'll come up with something. <laughs> let's cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> That was a lot of effort with not a lot of payoff. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, so I just got to say, just for the first scene, they make you instantly like this this chick sniper. Totally. She got the right racer the gun. A racer gun. She got gun. The, the really cool gun. Uh, I really like the game mechanics. I'm normally in a shooting game. I'm generally more grunt style, but with those uh, sniper mechanics, that's pretty sweet how they have like the reticule that goes with your breath. Yeah, that's, what other games are like that? I'm trying to think because that it was it was mm. familiar too. It was cool. It was great. Well, I mean, in uh, Call of Duty games, you always had the the breath hold for a sniper, uh, and you kind of so, stop like, as much. You always had yeah, you always had like a, a sway, and then you can hold your breath for a certain amount of time, and then it would steady up, take your shot, or you'd start breathing heavy, and it would mess up your your aim if you didn't pull a trigger in time. And correct me if I'm wrong too that this in the before the credits too she did that six sniper shot where it like followed the bullet and it traced into the thing's head or whatever it didn't do what it does later okay that's so that's what you mean okay definitely. I don't I don't think it did no it, it 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 followed the bullet from the gun it it showed the bullet right from the gun all the way through the little diamond in its head yeah uh in slug slug horn's head or whatever you're calling <laughs> him and uh did you say slug porn slug horn <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, that makes way more sense. I thought I heard slug, slug porn, too, but I probably heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> but slug porn totally looks like something from SAO, which I thought was neat. Not something from Elfheim, even yeah. though kind of similar, but not. And so it's, it was neat to see those kinds of elements from the first game and also the way that it died because you saw those sparklies again, which we hadn't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. So whenever well, I didn't think about this till you said that, but you never know, maybe... It has something to do with the creator of the game. Oh no, I guess the, it was created in the states, so maybe not. Yeah, I, th- I don't forget. All of these games are based on the seed. Yeah, which I, which means oh. anybody can create them, though. Yeah, anybody well, could skin an explosion, I would think. But I think people are. I think. I think, I think <laughs> more the bad guy design. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Totes, mm-hmm. but you know, mm-hmm. that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Most indeedly. Um, yeah, so after uh, after that, we get her with her, I guess, crew. And it, I don't know, th- this whole whole part was kind of interesting. Uh, I I think I understand what was going on. Possibly not. But they're, they're kind of just chilling, waiting for people that they know are going to walk through the area. And their guns are more effective against these dudes because... Those dudes have like laser guns that are better against, like, uh, what you call it, the computer generated stuff. Is that basically what was going on? That seems to be, yeah, that seems to be what's happening is like there's two types of guns. They call them, I think, live fire. Um, mm. 
weapons, which is what they had, and versus uh, oh, what did they? Uh, EJ, I don't know if you want to jump in there. I don't know what the name of the, I forget the name of the guns. If you remember that, I do not. Like it was, I don't know. I wasn't Pulse. It was something else. But either way, they made it seem like those were a four like NPC characters. So like mm-hmm. boss fighting and and moving like kind of hunting as as they said, and also the way they were nervous about getting hit by them at close range seems like they uh, are effective at close range as well on on people after you break their shields down. I did gotcha. the uh, yeah they were PVP was is player versus player yep and PVE uh, with with uh, live ammo is what they were talking exactly. about exactly that's what they were okay and so I more the live ammo is more effective yeah I watched it with the uh, in Japanese this time with the English subtitles and so they're they're hunt they're hunting people to hurt that one crew that we're were a part of because that's just what they do in the game and the other team is hunters. And like you guys were saying, because of their weapons, they were just hunting big animals, which is supposed to be dishonorable or something like that. They make a big deal about saying how, oh, they're they're not real players. They just go wherever the big game is, and they hunt it, and then even if they get killed, they don't care. It's so dishonorable to play like that. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting that they made a point of saying how mm. that style yeah. of play was dishonorable. And then they were just going to... They were saying how that they're hunters of hunters. And I guess they're just better loot because you're getting the loot of the people who are getting the loot. And so that was the two teams, which I didn't really understand. Sinon didn't seem like she was really part of the group. I, f- mm. I felt like she was a stranger to them. Um, that's interesting, though, because I didn't... In the, in like, the English dub, I didn't get that. In the English, because that, that kind of goes against my point of what I was going to bring up about Sinon, which is like, we instantly are made to like her, yet we come into the next scene, and she's kind of, in, in the English dub, they made it seem like she's kind of with the a-holes, because they're just like joking around how they just hunt people who have been out hunting. Yeah. They're just, it's easy pickings, so yeah, that's why they do the it. at the same time, like, she, I can see where you would get that, uh, EJ, because she's she's with them and she agrees to their plans and she does everything with them but she's like this brooding teenage girl oh, like, she's just she a mercenary sits off by herself like knees tucked up to her chest just like thinking about things like yeah. that she's well she is to that group what the cloak guy is to the group they're hunting the for, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I felt that part. too like she's hired she's like the hired gun because that guy was yeah. hired absolutely like that's what I think yeah, that's how it no, f- you, I felt too. Greg, that brought up you brought up a great point about them being the assholes because it really made me laugh when the the one dude was like, "Oh, I'm gonna slaughter people," and he goes running up on him, and uh, and he's shooting at him and shit, and then he's like, "These assholes, they got a bodyguard," and he gets taken out, and you're like, "Dude, what would you expect? You're, this is the second time you're raiding them. Like, he's the asshole." Yeah, seriously, you, you just said, like, oh, they don't have time to buy guns. Well, I guess they have time to hire somebody. Yeah. And, like, why wouldn't you take her? Because that's the other thing. She's giving them advice and uh, saying, like, hey, we don't know this guy. He's the question mark. We should probably go for him first just because we don't know. Yeah. And they're like, no, we should go for the guy with the one gun that we know can hurt us. And then whenever they do advance on them, no Grendos. They have Grendos. They all have grenades. They all got when grandos. I say grandos. And grandos. Like that one dude, I, I love the way that when they do get hit, the bullets, the bullet wounds are great. It, it kind of looks like uh, they, there's a big red part that falls out. It's just really cool. Yeah. It's really, yeah. really neat. And so the one guy runs at them and he has a grenade that he's throwing 
and then he it doesn't get thrown though until after he gets shot. Like why why not throw he, your? You don't even nades? know that he's throwing it. He's kind of like either. running with it. Oh, see, I didn't even see him like activate it. I must have. I, I must think have he, that no, while I, cooking. I saw it on his leg. I don't know if he was grabbing it or what. Like when he starts to run, like you see, like jangle on his leg. But that's the last time I saw it. And then he gets blown away, and then it hits the wall behind those guys, and they're like, oh, "All right, we got him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, man. Boom. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> So I was like, come so, on, dudes. That's all right. Well, that's one thing, too. Everybody is so excited when they kill somebody. And this is like <laughs> the professional video game. You yeah. think that they all know what it's like to kill somebody, and you wouldn't really get that excited about it until the fight's over. Yeah. That's a good point about the, it being the, the only one where people like, make a living at it. I would so be trying to make a living at this. But would, would, would you be like a killer, or would you like... Be like I'd an like, SAO and try make sandwiches like or some No, I'd try to be like a Kirito. I'd try to be just like a, a solo badass, kind of like this sniper chick, how she was out on her own hunting that, that gun. So why was she so intense with everything? You think just because you're saying she's a brooding teenager? Because she's like super intense whenever she's shooting the slug blue bagooba, and whenever yeah. she's aiming, she's like, ah, oh. and then in the Japanese, and the version I watched that... She had a conversation with a cowboy hat guy, and he's like, calm down, you're way too intense. Why are you so intense about everything? And then, like, immediately after, he gets super intense about, oh, I don't want to, I would rather, they have a conversation about, he said he would rather run away, and then mm-hmm. she, they get yelled at, because she's like, well, why don't you just die instead of running away if you're going to... Because they're like, we could just log out right yeah. now and not, not have to worry about it. And then so she's like, like We're still just get die. you. And she's like, who cares? It's like, it's a game. You just said it. it's a game. Who cares if you die? But she yells that at them. Yeah. She yeah. freaks out. Yeah. It's, it's a very weird. I, I don't I don't I wonder what the hell's going on with this chick. Well, we saw her no, log out. There's something weird about her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she got pigtails in bed. You bring up a good point about her being, uh, <laughs> what you call it, <clears throat> about her being, you know, super intense and like riled up. Because when she goes to take that, that shot and it kind of does the pan back shot of her. And she's talking to herself, and she's like, oh, 1,500 feet, like, this is nothing, you know, compared to that day. And then she takes the shot. So, like, they're creeping a door open for the backstory, just egging it in there a yeah. little bit, starting to edge it in on the backstory. So, that'll be interesting to see what's wrong with this chick, because yeah. there's clearly something wrong. And see how she looks in the Skeletor mm. outfit. See if she's a badass guy. Can't remember his well, damn name. It's good to th- it's it's good to Death see Gun. Death Skeletor. Gun? Um, <laughs> um, the yeah, sorry, I lost train of thought there. But it's good to see that they're still sticking to some of the SAO standards. Why she's laying on the ground, uh, lining up her shot. They you know they give us a good good ass shot there absolutely and they don't and they don't play around with it there's no like oh we're panning up past this they literally pan to her <laughs> ass and then just stay there and then it's a cut scene to something else like it and it's blatant it's like 20 seconds yeah there's a couple of them there's like three or four shots where they're like we're sorry we haven't done this in a while here you go <sighs> I know you've been missing this. Here's a little taste. <laughs> well, not, I don't think it's that. I think they're like, I think maybe we didn't realize it, but it's more of a new character thing. So they got to so show us. When you meet the new girl, they show it to you. <laughs> you guys, you know, you were so used to it because we were always meeting new girls. So we just met our first new girl in SAO season two. 
and uh, it wouldn't be right if they didn't show a bunch of crotch and butt shots. It's what they do. I hate. Agreed. Let's. That works be. for me. It just I think that's the formula. Right. So yeah. better hope for some new new faces if you want to keep this up. <laughs> well, and that, it, it's good that she's a sniper, so that they can accentuate that while she's laying down. Because she doesn't, they don't fly like they do in Elfheim. So there's no like, oh look, she's flying above us. Shots like, oh, no, are they gonna crotch shot Lady Kirito? Oh come on, man! I'm just saying, just saying. That reminds me a lot of if I didn't bring it up, EJ would have. Yeah, no, there's a lot of questions I have about Lady Kirito, especially like about the scanning and being in that game. There, there are all sorts of things that come into question when you switch gender. Especially going from boy to girl, so I'm. I'm well, sure no, they're I not going to address point, any of In the them. games, you can uh, you could select everything. Well, no, it's just like orig- you remember when they originally started, and what's his name took their power their their identities away. Mm-hmm. He took away their avatars, and all of a sudden everybody changed, and there was girls who went into guys. I think they're back to that. Like you can be, you can pick an avatar now. So how does how does that how does that work with your your gear and your how does that work with your equipment? I don't know. They probably figured it out. Seed figured it out. I'm just gonna give it to chalk it up to technology. I mean, they have they have in-game VR. I would only assume that they the next step would be to be able to put you in there, but change the way it looks. Because there's no restrooms, so there's no need for yeah. There's no need to, for equipment. No, there was never a need to to take clothes off in the video game, but they did. do. We, do we know this though? No, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss something. Nope. Nope. Um. This is all a G balls Judas assumption. <laughs> <laughs> this has been your D balls Judas assumption of the episode. I'll I'll take it. Oh, hold on, let me let me let me Google this real quick. Are there shitters in SAO? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Glad I could help. <laughs> so this battle is fucking awesome. Oops, I just jumped in that F word. It was it was just too good. It is awesome. Yeah, it no, is dude. awesome. One of the well. Uh, you really can't compare this battle to anything before this, I don't think. Um, just because the weapons are different, the intensity is is very high, as we've seen with you know some of Kirito's battles before. But we've never seen this person before, so it's surprising when they're that intense. It's a great Especially introduction that she's though, to like the battling two. in yeah. the game. Well, yeah, yeah absolutely. That, and it, it's it's a great introduction to her character and. She's not only extremely strong, like as far as killing power and all that stuff with with that ridiculous gun she has. She's a sniper. She's skilled, whatever. But she runs down after everything goes to shit and does her best to save everybody. And she's the one who comes up with the strategy. Yeah, it fails miserably, but she's the one that not comes miserably. up with the strategy. They they all die except her. How much loot did she get? And oh, she, they sh- she should have just shot the other person that she wanted to in the first place. Like, what are they going to do, you know? Seriously. There's a couple of really badass lines in there, though. When when he's just mowing people down, uh, what, what was his name? Behemoth? Behemoth. When he's just Behemoth. mowing people Behemoth. down with the minigun, he looks up and smiles, and she sees that through the scope, and she's like, if he can smile during battle, I need to kill him. And just runs off, like, yeah. takes off to go down and confront him, like, Interesting reasoning. Um, not really sure what's up with that, but badass. 
just badass. She she must have been in SAO or something because like she's taking the game so much more seriously than you should. And I like I was thinking about that from a cartoon standpoint where if like, you came in on the second season, which you got to assume that some people are watching the second season first. It's really interesting how intense they're making the game feel because in SAO they had to do it because they're letting you know that the game is no longer a game. But in in this, we're to if you watch through the last season, you're led to believe that it's this is safe again. They showed us these first two episodes, and now they're trying to show us that it's not safe again. So it's interesting and weird, and I like it because I'm not really sure about where we are at with how this universe actually works. Well, I'll say uh, I think they give you a, at least one other character in the first episode that uh, um, is like her which is the counterpart to the cocky guy on the television show who gets shot the guy in the dark jacket he Mm. seems like a super serious like ridiculously over the top like one of the white knights in sao uh yeah in the first sao um like one of those dudes who takes everything really seriously so i don't know that's that's maybe there's just like a when you reach a certain level of skill you just understand you got to take the game a little bit more Mm. seriously to it to be that level and with a professional game and making money, I can see why people would get that way. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And, you know, being professionals, you also get to the level when you know when it's time to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back on White Wasabi. to white wasabi and everybody claps and everybody claps (laughs) apparently they don't (laughs) thanks in studio audience you guys suck oh you didn't you didn't want to be on my i don't care when i tell you to clap you clap anyway um yeah no you guys be quiet now you didn't want to talk All right. All right, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Sorry for that little interruption there. Uh, back to business. Where do we leave off, uh, gentlemen? Because well, I believe ever. we were still in the middle of battling. Uh, we oh, can get yeah. into the quick run through of the battle. Uh, so she takes a shot, takes out the guy with the mini me gun, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming I think they said was the only live fire weapon that their team had. Correct. And, uh, yeah, so then she takes a shot at Cloak Guy, and he sees her trace of the bullet trace, which I think uh, the EJ was talking about earlier. Trace on. Yeah, that was trace on. Cool. So he j- and he just gives it, yeah, he just gives it a little. <laughs> whoop, whoop. 
I, I stepped to the side <laughs> a little bit. But then he takes one to the head. Right? Doesn't he get shot in the face twice in the first time? First it she knocks his, his little bings off. off. Yeah, but that was with the pistol later. Oh. No, that was still with the... Uh, oh, no, it wasn't the sniper, sniper but, it was, but it was still Yeah, later. it wasn't that yeah. first... Yeah, because then she runs away. She's like... Because he, he puts that red target circle on her. Yeah, but then he just yeah, whips out the, his minigun and it's game over. Game well, and the, over. the dude with the hat kind of saves her. Like, he's got her in his sights after she yep. knocks his glasses uh, yes. off. And he's all lined up and he goes to shoot. And the dude with the hat shoots him, like, in the hand so he misses. And then she's gone. You know, if there's a dude in a first-person shooter game with a, ha- a cowboy hat, I always want to kill him. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> Unless he's got like is that even a cowboy four or six though? shooters That's like on him? One of the ones where one side was like clipped up to the side. Like it was almost like a Steve Irwin, like or like a donkey was riding like, hat. He would ride a donkey with that hat, right? So you're saying it was an Australian <laughs> cowboy hat? Yes, that. I hope we don't have any Australian fans that are going to be offended. By he was that. wearing a Mexican poncho though, too, and he was Japanese. So I don't know what they were selling with that guy. <laughs> No, it, no, multiculturalism. Oh yeah, was nice. That, Together, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he was dressed very like confused, like that. He did appear to have a poncho. He's on. also on the cover <laughs> of Alfheim. His name was also Poncho. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say something like Sancho. <laughs> Sancho Kazui Kadzak Kazuki. Kidsopolis? So, let's see. Dummy goes down and gets himself killed. Yep. The guy who tries to hit on her. Um, Yeah, super creepy. He gets Um, killed by a minigun, which was pretty cool. He got shredded. Yeah, it was very cool. And so the other guy got shredded, too. But he wasn't as stupid, but still careless. Gosh. Shredded, nonetheless. As that dude's getting shot up by the minigun, he screams like a little bitch. Why are you screaming? Like... That shit I told you. can't hurt. It was, like, it was like all their first fights, even though it wasn't. Because then the guys who shot him were probably like, oh, all right. <laughs> I think... I mean, I'd be, I'd be kind of happy to kill people in-game. Like, you know, you're, like you're, you're happy about hitting people in paintball. But, like... Yeah, man, people will be yelling out, like, feel. super trooper things. Yeah, people are like... Good enough to fuck your mother. People would be screaming all yeah. sorts of stuff if it was yeah. a game like that. They'd be well. They'd either be yelling funny stuff or they'd be up like really, really. Pissed. What's what's this? Guy? Oh man, I'm I'm so blanket right now. The, the name of the guy that you whenever you lead somebody off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Leroy, dang! <laughs> that's how this. That's what should be happening. But we get you know people being a little too serious I think for a game that you're not supposed to be able to really die in it's interesting how intense people are it's true mm. I used to love in Halo Speaking when they used to be able to hear the people like right as you killed them you'd hear their mic for like a half a second and then it would cut off so you'd always hear people be like fuck and then just cut <laughs> off <laughs> Well, speaking of best parts this next part where she runs so she disappears the dude in the hat gets aced she runs up into the building and is scoping him out. She gets him in her sights. They meet, like, basically eye contact. She's in the red, what you call it. So she just jumps out of the building. How many stories would you say that was? A lot. Yeah, a like lot. 10, 20, something like that. Le- it was at least a lot. Yeah, definitely. Right? Probably. Of a big building. <laughs> it might have been a lot. Um, 
They did so some CG you, here too, just so you, like you know, nerd now film status. It was definitely a CG building, and then she was drawn, but probably computer drawn. But it looked very cool more and money, different. Season two, yeah, nice. Yeah, no, it was that was really cool, especially when she gets caught with some of the gunfire, and this just makes her so much more badass. She loses a leg on the way down, and as she's coming down, he's still firing as she's falling towards him, and she just. Missing one leg, just straight up one arm with a gigantic sniper sniper rifle falls out of the sky and puts one in the center of his forehead. Dude, the best part, Amazing. though, is how she writes herself. Because, like, <laughs> she gets the leg blown off and she just starts spinning and flipping through the air like she's got like she's free base jumping and or free base jumping base jumping <laughs> and I think free base jumping is right for this part because this is I loved it but this is bonkers she was free base this jumping this is a little bonkers so she free base jumps I, I am gets totally shot in the leg, use that from now flips on like, I, and she's I like flipping it. though and flipping and then she spots him and then while she's in like mid flip she like starts to you see her start to muscle the gun a little bit and at one point she like throws it between her legs and that just writes her because she starts to like just straight front flip at him and then then she finally whips it over and like he you it's awesome because you see him trying to pull the minigun up which physics will tell you doesn't make any sense because the minigun would be rising on its own but <laughs> but um you know either way it's badass so she does the yeah and lands the front flip and then like you said and i think it goes straight through his whole body yeah, yeah she it, shoots the it. Best part it it pushes it the recoil on the gun actually stops her from hitting the ground that's what's like yeah. a ton of bricks like she she's like, like flying off and then rolls yeah she like rolls through it it's awesome and somehow she's like f- falling mostly straight down but she shoots the gun at an angle which then causes her to slow down and move forward somehow because yep. <laughs> she's awesome no totally and you know like in any of those video games i'm sure the jumping mechanics aren't completely accurate you know she had the double jump totally totally cool but it was just, just funny never used her double she jump. got no leg it's like kind of glowing looks like jellos at the can't, end of her leg and can't double jump with no legs she, you could single she jump can. you gotta have two legs to double jump she single jumped she jumped first <laughs> with the leg that got blown off which meant she had another leg and it was the right one uh, i see but obviously but very cool like tons of tons of action it was yeah super pretty and excellent. then we get the craptastic ending yeah, very weird. Well, well no, I not jump, yet. I yeah, past, it's true. Sorry, sorry. I jump past the real. Well, her name's Sinon. So we Sinon. jump past the real one. She wakes up and takes her headgear off, and very different looking than the character in the game. She doesn't have the that air of confidence look to her. She looks kind of like frail and afraid. Um, dark hair. Uh, I don't know. It's just she just had like a weird timidness to her. Yeah, and the, she does that weird know. handgun thing above her, and yeah, it's all weird about it. And she was reaching for it. glasses, but she couldn't quite make it. And then she's like, yeah, "I need I, to get stronger, uh, stronger." Yeah. Is she paralyzed? Maybe she maybe she can't walk. Yeah, if uh, she's different, then I don't like her. and i'm the racist for eating fried rice (laughs) yeah there's definitely something up with her you know but we're not sure yet but they are and it was funny they she was reaching for glasses like okay so she has glasses (laughs) that she can't reach 
So she's got two bad things going for her, apparently. So she's obviously weak because she wears glasses. Yeah. That's not cool, guys. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for it. And then what? We get like a just a, sh- a straight flashback to yeah. or a, do with that audio. <laughs> we get like a hard cut straight over to hard cut right into Alfheim. Alfheim, where it's uh, Liz, Silica, and Asana, and they're battling one of those big flower plants that was on floor. Blah blah blah. No, not Asana, Leaf uh, Leaf Oh, that's right, excuse me, Leaf Goo. And Asana and Kirito are making out Canoodling. on a right, can I cloud. Can I just interject here real quick? Just lame. <laughs> lame. So lame. I, I was so happy to see those three again, because those were the chicks, man. It was fun to see the chicks again. More guns, lame. But I found it weird that they were still playing that game. I thought surely they would have moved on. They moved... Well, I guess they didn't intentionally move from SAO to Alfheim, mm-hmm. but they were all in Alfheim. Like, why? They liked it. Yeah, I guess so. And I guess no, those I, worlds I, are like any War Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. War Warcraft, where the world is evolving, and so it'll keep you engaged for a couple of years if you are willing to play. Yeah, I suppose so, but I don't know. Greg... Gregorman, you you play a lot of games. You move from one game to another quite a bit, though, right? Yeah, you could. I mean, you know, it depends what you're in the mood for. So, would you be of the opinion that somebody who plays, you know, let's say, I don't know, get, give me a game that was real popular like four years ago, maybe five, uh, anything? Well, then just give it a Madden game for for starters. Okay, well, then, that game. doesn't really work for my example, but all right. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> then just say uh, Call of Duty, whatever, okay. whatever was out at the time. Let's say the the Modern very Warfare. first Call of Duty. Would okay. you? So let's let's equate this. So the very first Call of Duty versus the the one that's out now, and if you if you were continuing to play the original, the very first one that almost nobody else plays now, mm-hmm. would you not characterize that person as lame? <laughs> Wow. No, man. Sometimes you like to go back and play the classes. It was a long journey. <laughs> that was a long journey. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and then the answer is still no. Sometimes you like playing old games. Fair I still enough. play Final Fair Fantasy enough. VII sometimes. You, you think they have you. arcades in any of these games where you could go and play other games? Oh, <laughs> yeah. The arcade is called Inception. Because they do that in GTA, don't they? Where you can go like play hooker like games? games? For the game, well, there's G- like mini games. I think, yeah. I just started playing the new G. Well, not like I guess the newest GTA. Which one is S five? Think so. It's been out for a while. Yeah. Well, see, there's an the example the where guys. like that has been out for what, a year or two, yeah. and you'd play it. Or even uh, still, I mean, I just I just bought it too, like a month ago. And Destiny, so, like, right? I Destiny's mean, been out for Destiny. I'm still playing, but that's they have their expansion, so they you know they keep you hooked if you're dumb. Like well, no, me. there you go. So that it's it's likely. That people would still be interested in Alfheim. It's not like unfeasible yeah. oh, for that. I, I would even venture to say that there's probably a lot of people who play Gungale that have another game that they play that isn't as like serious. It's true. Intense. You don't need to spend all your time in one game. I check in on no, regular, especially if it's professional. Like if you're spending all your time in there, and it's almost like you know. If I'm sure for some of them it becomes a job, and it's not fun, even though it'd be freaking incredible um, <laughs> to play a video game and get paid. Uh, but you know you got to have your your side game. Yeah, you play like heroin hero hero a la yeah. South Park. 
No, you play Mario <laughs> Brothers, but then you also like to go play Zelda. Yeah, you know? totally. Got to got to chase that chase that dragon, brother. Chase that dragon. Come almost on, almost got me. Almost got me. <laughs> almost got me. Yeah, almost there. Almost there. <laughs> Just a little further. So, did you guys think that you didn't like seeing? I I I was fine with this last scene. I understand why you guys think it's silly, but you didn't like seeing the. The old characters all in a I just, funny postcard view. <laughs> I just felt like it was a perfect pre-credit intro to the next episode. I feel like this episode should have just featured Sinu or whatever her name was, and it should have just been her. They didn't need Sinon. to give us this. Sinon. Sinon. They should have given, you know, this This should have been the Sinon episode, because I think she's going to be a big character. So just give us Sinon. Give that to us next. Oh, we, we did miss a very big point, too. The cliffhanging question. I want to talk to you about something. <laughs> uh, so I want to ask you something. I have to ask you, or no, I have to I tell have to you something. something. Tell you about something. Do we do what? Cliff cliffhanger? Yeah, I mean that's we what all, that was. We all know what he's supposed say. to be, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go into another game. I, you know, it would be great. I'm gonna cheat on Alfheim. If they just skipped over it, if they did that, and then all of a sudden next. Like the beginning of the next episode, he's in Gungale as a chick. Clearly, interesting. This would definitely be a bonker season than back-to-back episodes because even these two back-to-back pretty bonkers, but in a good way. Just such a different change, like different paces, different intensities, completely different. Um, I don't know feel. Yeah, for each of these episodes. I may actually end up watching the next one tonight just because this is the episode that made me watch the next one. I Don't still haven't gone it, past episode three. No way, man. I want to watch episode three for the next time. Uh, oh, it, oh yeah. Don't, Not for this time. Not for this time. For the next time. It's for the next time. I won't use my time machine for this. <laughs> yeah, you got to save those time machines. You only got so many charges on a real time machine. Not like these movies. Yeah, jeez. Mr. Fusion and shit. Take it easy with the kill Hitler. You can only do it so many times. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Tried. It's hard. Even if I did kill Hitler, it would be on an alternate timeline and you wouldn't experience it anyway. So take it easy. He's got like seven brothers anyway, and they all look just like him. It's true. Nobody knows about the Hitler brothers. You got kind of like an Aryan haircut going on right now. Looks good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Thank you. So what do you say we take a break, Sensei? (laughs) Agreed. What happened? Where, where, where did I go? There you, you are. Got kicked off the internets. Damn it! But you're back again, again. Uh, 
it's a conspiracy. That that's what it is. It's an election year, so clearly this is a false flag operation. <laughs> Obviously. So of course it is. We had we had a long summer off, boys, and this is our second episode back. There's surely there's a ton of things from this summer, movie wise, that we need to catch up on. Where to start? Indeed, indeed. We talked a little bit last time about the DC movie Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. both Greg and I thumbs down. I think is the consensus on that. Big old yeah. thumbs down. Though okay. see it. I mean, everything's worth seeing, but no. It's not good. <laughs> say, I, I learned uh, from from listening to my my other buddy's podcast, the uh, the only podcast about movies. Uh, I listen to theirs. Yeah, you know, I generally they do a lot of movies that I haven't seen or that I want to see, but just don't get out to see. So I don't listen to them unless I've really seen it because I don't want the spoilers. I do do spoilers sometimes. I'll listen up to that point. But um, one of the things Kroll happened to say in there that I didn't know about, which made complete sense to me, was that they said they what happened was they had their dark version of Suicide Squad. Then Batman vs Superman came out and everybody freaked because they're like they want it to be less dark. Oh my god! So they went and that's when they reshot all that stuff, and then they made a light version. Then they tested the two versions. What happened was they tested equally. Because they ah. tested equally, what did they do? Smart person would say, you know what? I'm gonna pick one and we'll go with it. But they went ahead and just mashed them together. Oof. That's why. Excuse me. That's why there's literally. No cohesion to anything in that movie whatsoever. It kind of mm. makes sense why, like, you're just watching scenes that were put together. Yeah, because that's that's the important thing too. It's not just like, oh, this scene doesn't make sense. It's like edits. No, visually they don't make everything. sense. It's like stuff that you're watching it, and you kind of lose track of where you are spatially because it just doesn't. The, the shot isn't coherent so that's weird i haven't experienced that in a movie like you hear about no. that in movies you hear about bad f- movie making and it's so interesting to finally see it in a blockbuster <laughs> it's almost a question of like will we ever get to see both of those other versions in their like raw form without anybody else touching them like will we get a dark and a light make maybe we'll get a box set where you get all three versions and we can all use one as a skeet disc um <laughs> and then just watch the other two if George Lucas was involved, there'd be fucking eight million versions of this and a job of the hut that was digitally put in in the second time oh, around. So, too bad. Lucas, produce more films. <laughs> you know, I, I find it amazing, too, because the, uh, <clears throat> I think it was 99, they did uh, A New Hope, was when, that's when Lucas originally redid it, remastered it. And it really wasn't that bad. And then they did it again in like 2004. Four, and then again in like oh nine, and then again in like I, I don't know the numbers. I'm just making shit up. But they did it many, many <laughs> Dude's times. Dude's got bills to pay, and, and so, deleting the old ones. Like you can't get the old ones anymore. If you were lucky yeah, enough to go to a VHS, come on. well, there you go. Look, he he was releasing the new ones as he was finishing demolishing the old ones. So like when he finally completed demolishing all the old ones, he was like, all right, I got to make a new one so that I have another batch to crush. While I make yet another new one, I oh, just taped over him, dude. That's what I mean. But he had to acquire. He got all the old ones. Everybody. He taped over him. Yeah, his little gremlins you know, that go in the night and steal your DVDs. Piece of masking tape, and you were good. You just put it right over that little that little hole there. It's all yep. good. Yeah, and anybody under the age of thirty has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's old cool. guys. 
old guys bitching about stuff. <laughs> Beta was the superior format. But it's not the format that the porno went to. <laughs> the same thing with the Blu-ray. The pornos went to the Blu-ray and the HD DVD. You never heard of that. Is that you? true about the Blu-ray thing? Oh yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. I knew that about the the VHSs. I'm pretty. Yeah, I think it's every format wars. That's pretty much the way it goes. Wow. Which means the sorry digital or sorry porno. There's no more format. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like. They kept on saying that print is dead and all these magazines were dying for a couple of years. And yeah, they were. But the the porno mags really got hit the hardest, if you think about it. Dude, Playboy doesn't even have nudity anymore. Of course, Yeah, absolutely. I, do they have a mag? I don't think they have a magazine anymore. I think they went all digital or something like that. The Simpsons no. Play Dude came back for real. No. No? Is it no. still out there? Play Dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the inst- institution. It is. It, it it's is. an institution that sells like a hundred thousand copies a year now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the numbers. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> He's always making stuff up. That's just what he does. Dear Playboy, love Sensei Match. <laughs> what are those thank, ta- taxi thank you cab for confessionals? My childhood, uh, you're no longer relevant. <laughs> oh, HBO. <laughs> um, what other? What? Well, what's come out? I'm trying. I was trying to think of what else has come out since Red Shoe Diaries, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Red Shoe Diaries? What is, what is, what is this? <laughs> what is that? Is that a thing? Yeah, it was like, uh, what the hell was it? It was like one of those uh, like Showtime, like... Babysitter's Clubs? Late late night erotica thing. Oh. oh. <laughs> the Red Shoe Diaries. It was like, oh. it was uh, like narrated by, uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude from Californication. David Duchovny. Duchovny. Yeah. The sex but this addict? was more like this was around the time he was doing X Files, so <laughs> boo 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 funny for like a fourteen year old kid to watch that. Shit. <laughs> Sometimes hookers got a hook. Boo 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 boo. How's it going, sweetheart? <laughs> the boobs are out there. <laughs> As is the truth. Oh man, if that's not how that show was! <laughs> oh man, uh, I, I I was listening to one of the past a couple episodes ago of ours, and uh, Civil War I hadn't seen until oh, man. recent. I guess this summer, this summer, Captain America: Civil War, and I just wanted to make sure that I said how good that movie was because I should have put it off longer. That movie sucked. At the time, you said that you really liked it. Yeah, no, I did. Let's go back to the tape. Which isn't a tape. So you don't like it anymore, Sensei? Baymax. No, it was great. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, I thought you said it. Was, I thought you really meant it was junk. I was like, wait, he's just busting balls. Yeah, no, I love that movie. I thought it was it was very excellent, and I was just busting balls. I watched good in betweener because you know it's not. Everybody knows it's a cliffhanger. So if I didn't know it was a cliffhanger going in, I might feel a little bit more blue balls. Cliffhanger closure though. Yeah, I mean, like they're in jail. So, yeah, I mean, you know no, there's another not. one. Half of them are in prison. Did you not watch the after credit scene or the end? They're still in prison, though. What, did somebody break in or something? Yeah. What Cap happened? walks up to, like, when, when Tony Stark is reading the letter from Captain America, as he gets to the end of the letter, it's Falcon in the prison, and he's looking out, and you see the reflection of Captain America walking up to the door, meaning... He just whooped all those guards' asses, which they then cut and show you, and he's breaking them all out of prison. So you think they all got out? 
Oh, they're all out. They're absolutely out. Mm. I mean, it's documented in the film. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> see? I'm glad we're talking about this. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like the last scene in the movie. I remember seeing parts of that, but that, I, I saw that movie quite a while ago. I have it on yeah, the Voodoo. Long time ago. I had it like a couple weeks before it came out, like for everybody. It's, I like that Voodoo website. I think it's a Walmart company, but I enjoy them. They got that on my Blu-ray player, that voodoo. That voodoo. But I don't use it because those poor people from Haiti have suffered so much already. (laughs) I don't use the voodoo. You got to use the voodoo. The Haitian people need to teach you. It's how they expand their culture. (laughs) By giving me digital downloads. (laughs) Oh, so... uh Going to see uh, Doctor Strange tomorrow. Oh, oh excellent. Strange. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to record the whole thing on my phone and send it to you guys. Sweet. Just kidding. Well, gentlemen. Yes, I believe that brings us to the end of another excellent episode of White Wasabi. Wasabi of the White. Well, that sounds terrible. Closing boom, statements, boom, gentlemen. Boom. Most excellent episode. Second episode of the season, real, real good, real good, real good. Reinvigorated me. It's made me real excited to watch more episodes. Very excited and talk about them. More. Yeah, we we didn't get to hear you say you were uh, excited for the the second one. I know, and I was. It was very and, and really. It's back now. the The excitement is back. Feels like the first time. Feels like the very first time. The very first time. And now is the uh, section of the show where we plug all the other crap we're doing. Uh, who wants to go first? G-Balls. I don't have very yeah, much does. going on. I'm G-Balls Judas. But uh, you, you don't find me on the internet in any of those ways. You find me at the Gregor Man on everything. <laughs> and hey, you can even write me emails now because I made a new email. TheGregorMan at gmail.com So yeah, I am officially branded mostly. 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 Yeah, and G-Balls and I, we have another podcast on Moot.TV's network called Let Me Ask You a Question with uh, Tony D'Anthony DeAngelis. It's just like a hilarious, uh, uncomfortable romp where the host basically pushes me and Greg into the corner and makes us squirm. It's a lot of fun. So check that out. Go to Moot.TV or search. Listen, I didn't think it was going to be funny, but then I listened to an episode and it's, it's actually pretty funny. It's funny. It's dark. It's out there. If you're easily offended, probably not for you, but you probably wouldn't be listening to this if you were in the first place. You're going to be able to feel us squirm through your headphones. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, check that out and anything, you know, for past, present, and future episodes of White Wasabi and or let me ask you a question. Check out mood.tv. All right. And I'm Sensei Match on absolutely none of the social media. (laughs) Still. Uh, You can find me at nerdabolic.com. The Beard Strong over there. Uh, Yeah, that's about all I got. Um, All right. Wasabi out. (laughs) Awkward ending. We're going to go with the awkward ending this time. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bew, 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 bew. Mood.tv.